Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Ah, yes, yes, yes. A good Wednesday. Happy Hump Day, one and all. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studio, who found a better way to mortgage so you could focus on making your new house home. Rocket Mortgage. Push button. Get a mortgage. You've got Mike P. James across the other side. Bogish with your updates as we take you right up until 9 a.m. Eastern time. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Attention hotline fans. Thank you, Pete. What's going on, Taz? How you doing, bud? Uh, good, 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 Bruce. Not bad. Here we go. Good. I uh, hope all's well with you. I'm doing good. Looking forward to today's show. Yeah, it'll be a good show. Uh, Josh Lambeau, Jacksonville Jaguars kicker, will join us coming up in hour number two. So that'll be a good conversation, as is... All the conversations here on Taz and the Moose is we've got a 1v1 coming up later on this hour as well. And, you know, that is where we'll begin when you look at the NFL landscape as we sit here. Middle part of the week is uh, week four of the National Football League gets going tomorrow night with a good one. Eagles and uh, what looks to be a healthier Eagle team going on the road to take on the Green Bay Packers as they look to get uh, a a couple of their wide receivers back in the fold for uh, Carson Wentz after all the drops last week. At home in a loss against the Detroit Lions, Taz. And you look across the National Football League landscape and, you know, there's kind of a, a bunch of, of 3-0 and teams, you know, and, and a, a bunch of teams that have certainly impressed here through the first, you know, two, three weeks uh, of the NFL regular season. And when you look at the when you look at the three and O teams right now, and the fan base obviously excited. Your Bills, one of those teams. Uh, my Redskins on the opposite side of success, sitting there at zero and three. But uh, as you look at the three and O teams, who do you think the best three and O team right now in the National Football League is? <sighs> Good question. Uh, la la la. Well, let's see. So we got the Patriots. We got the uh, we got the Chiefs. We got the Cowboys. Uh, we got the, I'm just giving the lay down, the yeah. lowdown for everybody. We got the Packers. Who am I missing? Uh, we got the Rams, and that's that's the the the, the kitty right there. I'm gonna probably go with not AFC. You're saying in general, NFL yeah, team, yeah, just in general. Uh, Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are probably the best team. It'd be tough to go against the Pats because their defense is so damn good. And I'm not saying I'm not saying Brady's not you know Brady's Brady's the greatest of all time, but I believe in Mahomes a little better. I just think he's he's younger, much more athletic, much more dynamic than Brady. Has more weapons, um, and and just has a, just a whole other level of energy uh, than just every other quarterback I've seen personally uh, in current play. So I would say as far as in the NFL, the best in my opinion. A three and O team of the Chiefs, and you? Yeah, you know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna bite the apple of of the Patriots uh, at being three and O uh, because I, I think Taz, you, you hit upon it for me. If we're gonna argue best offense, uh, well, I argue Kansas City. Obviously, I, I would think we both. You know, you talked about the extolling the virtues of Patrick Mahomes. You look at the the you know the game breaking ability they've got at the wide receiver position, right. Shady McCoy. Who suffered an ankle injury last game, but uh, has acquitted himself very, very well. 
and and looks more explosive this year than probably he has in the past couple of years uh, when he was a member of your Buffalo Bills. So I'd probably say the Kansas City Chiefs. Best overall team, I'd say the Pats. Um, mm. I don't think they're nearly as explosive offensively. Uh, clearly uh, what Mahomes can do, running and throwing. Uh, but you look at Brady and sitting in that pocket and throwing darts left and right. But defensively, I just think the New England Patriots are just a much better defensive team than than the Kansas City Chiefs. And and that's where, you know, Kansas City could use a guy like Jamal Ramsey uh, down in Jacksonville. Uh, they could certainly use help at the cornerback spot. I love the fact that they changed defensive coordinators going with, uh, you know, Steve Spagnuolo and getting rid of Bob Sutton last year after their failure in the AFC Championship game at home against the Patriots. But I think the Patriots on every single level, Taz, I think they're just a tad bit better defensively. And the other factor I look into, Taz, is game planning and and putting your team in the best possible position to be successful. And I know we're not looking at a mano-a-mano matchup and we're not sitting here and it's January and we're talking about the AFC Championship game, but I do trust Belichick more in a big game in his staff than I do trust Andy Reid in his staff uh, in getting a team and putting the team in the best possible position to be successful. Well, yeah, I mean, listen, it's stuff. I hear what you're saying. And as far as the defense on the Pats, you know, that's what I was saying too. And I I agree. That's where I was a little tough on which team would be the best we know. But that's cool. I I go Chiefs. You go uh, go Pats. As far as the coaching staffs, yeah, I mean, look, we're talking about a Bill Belichick team with Josh McDaniels as the OC who's just been amazing. Um, and, you know, who's turned down head coaching jobs and, and pulled the rug out and stuff like that. And, you know, he's he's one of the only, well, it's tough to say only, but he's one of the few coaches that have stayed loyal and stayed with the Pats and stayed with working for Belichick, where he kind of, he's not in the super spotlight, but he's got a spotlight on him because Tom Brady's his quarterback and Belichick's his head coach, yep. me and the McDaniels, right? And the D.C. is, well, Belichick. Belichick's running at these. DC spot, the defense coordinator spot, and he's one of the better defensive minds in the history of the NFL. But I will say, and and I'm not saying you did this, but for those out there maybe sleeping on the coaching staff, not just uh, Andy Reid with the Chiefs, and who's who's, who's an awesome coach, a veteran coach, and you know he, he's a, he's a winning coach. They have a young offense coordinator in Eric Bieniemy. Okay, as you know, who's I'm sure you remember, he was an unbelievable running back at University of Colorado years ago. Uh, Done a great job in his uh, coming up as a coach, young exuberant type of feel as this offense. He's a perfect fit um, with you know with this offense that's so dynamic with Patrick Mahomes, and I, I could see that connectivity because you know there's not a gigantic gap in the age you know where. McDaniel's the offensive coordinator of Pats. He's he looks like he's younger than Brady. I don't know. I don't know his age, but they might be exactly on the same age. But I don't know. I just think Bieniemy is, is a guy that no one talks about as a, an excellent coach and, and an OC uh, and a guy that's going to be a head coach someplace somewhere um, before you know it. And Eric Bieniemy. So I do think he does a great job there. Yeah, and, and I'm I'm not uh, you know not uh, faulting any of those guys. I, I just think uh, you know the Pats as a staff, even with some of the names changing, a little bit more of a, a little bit more of a, a proven commodity, especially in the big game come the postseason. Um, anybody that's uh, led by Andy Reid, who's had a lot of regular season success, his team's Taz, but uh, certainly you know his career has been highlighted and dotted with a lot of uh, postseason disappointment in Philadelphia, in Kansas City. Uh, they hope to overcome that hurdle. Now, we obviously differ in opinion in terms of the, who the best team in the NFL, and both of us went with AFC teams. I would go with the Patriots. You go with Kansas City. 
What about when you look at the NFC and you've got you know the Cowboys leading the East, you've got the Packers at three and zero, the Lions at two zero and one, you've got the New Orleans Saints leading the NFC South at two and one. Now without uh, you know Drew Brees probably for the next five six weeks, and then out west you got two three and zero teams, the Rams and the San Francisco Forty ers You know right now who do you think the best team in the NFC? How do you, when this plays out, who's the last team standing? Uh, you know, I, I'm steadfast on kind of what I said a while back, and I, I'm just I'm believing in, in the Dallas Cowboys. I really am. I just, you know, I think especially once that all that noise died down and Zeke Elliott came back towards the end of camp, there, um, you know, Dak's playing really well. Zeke's locked in. Really good defense. Uh, you know, I, I don't. Know, I, I I'd have to go with the Dallas Cowboys for me. Uh, Jason Garrett. As the head coach there, you know, he's he's a guy that he's got to win. This year is vital for him. He has to win. His team has to do well. He's really got – these guys all have pressure on him. But, you know, this guy has, in my opinion, like a ton and a ton of pressure on him. They're sitting 3-0 and right now, Dallas Cowboys. I don't know. For me, I, 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 I think they're better than the Packers. I think they're better. I just think they're the better, the best NFC team right now. Um, sitting three and zero, and I think they get the Saints next. And as you mentioned, you know, you, you don't, you know, you don't have Breeze there right now, so that's where the Saints for me, you know. And, and I like Bridgewater, but and they're gonna uh, the Cowboys, I believe, are going to New Orleans to play the Saints. So, and then they play the Packers after that at home. So it should be interesting. They got a couple of weeks to battle NFC battles coming up here through the Dallas Cowboys. But I'm going with the Cowboys. How about you? I, I think up until this point, the Dallas has played probably the the. You know, best football, but then I could also nitpick and look at who they played. They played the the Giants, the Redskins, and uh, and the Miami Dolphins. Uh, you know, two of their three games might be against you know two of the worst teams in all the National Football League, and the Miami Dolphins and the Washington Redskins. Um, and that Skins game was on the road. I know it's a rivalry game and the like, but we just saw on Monday night. We all witnessed, bore witness against the, in that matchup against the Chicago Bears, just how bad uh, they are. So. Um, I think the Cowboys have played really, really well. Um, you know, I'm I've been really impressed with that Packers team and their defense and what Petton's done with that defense, how they addressed it, and they'll get Gary back defensively. Um, you know, what they did in free agency as well, bringing in the likes of the of a Preston Smith over from the Washington Redskins and giving him a big money contract. You know, we're gonna see him tomorrow night in Lambeau Field against the Philadelphia Eagles. I think it's I, I think it's a little bit more of a cloudier picture in the NFC than it is the AFC. I think you can go a lot of different ways. I think somebody could call up right now and tell you it's the Los Angeles Rams. Yeah, I think no if doubt. you're yeah. a 49er fan, you could be excited what they are. I think people could say down the Bayou Taz and be like, "Listen, guys, if if Teddy Bridgewater is able to you know keep this team's head above water once Breeze comes back, look at how well this defense is playing. We just went on the road, and you know I know it ended up being a 33-27 final Taz, but the New Orleans Saints had pretty much good command of that game the entire way. You know, the Seattle Seahawks scored a touchdown with no time left on the clock and a touchdown pass to their tight end. So uh, people could argue New Orleans. I think the most – I do agree with you uh, that the Cowboys have been the most impressive, but I think you could look at maybe their schedule and say, let's see what they do against some better football teams. Yeah, no, it's a very good point. Uh, you make a really good point there in, in regards to, you know, whoever the Cowboys played and beaten – I get that for sure. And now, they, like I was saying earlier, they got some tough games coming up. I, I, I hear what you're saying on the Packers. Uh, you know, I do. And you also mentioned the L.A. Rams in there. And I think they're a team that, you know, they're a team that's that's the real deal. I mean, they're, they were the real deal last year, and they are this year. I mean, it's more or less uh, you know, the same team. I mean, and, and yeah. they, they, they really are just loaded. 
you know, offensively with weapons with Cup and Woods and Cooks and, and a really good offensive line. One of the better left tackles and Andrew Whit, uh, Whitworth, tremendous. And obviously Jared Goff playing really well. Well, Todd Gurley running the ball. I mean, and defensively they got the man Aaron Donald, who's just a just a complete game wrecker. And and all the players on that defense that just step up, Rockers and Clay Matthews, and you know, so they're they're a good team. They're a really good team. So. Anybody out there that's a Rams fan, I don't, I don't think Moose or I are ignoring them. So no. <laughs> they are the real deal. Yeah, I mean, they, I mean, they could, it, yeah. It, right. It's just a point of conversation. I mean, and, and that's where I think it's a you know a Viking fan could call up and say, hey, what about the Minnesota Vikings? We'll yeah. run the football well. And the knock I'd say about Minnesota Taz is I don't trust Kirk Cousins. Do you? I, I don't either. No, I I trust Dalvin Cook to the point you made. Yeah, about I agree with that. that. But I don't, tr- I don't trust Cousins, no. no. Yeah, and I, I trust... You trust I, him when he was a Redskin? You no, probably, yeah, no, I mean, so. no, and that's why no, the Redskins no decide not to pay him. Not the fact that they have a, you know, they're better at the quarterback spot. I'm not going to argue that, but, you know, Cousins against quality teams, Taz, isn't a particularly good quarterback, no. so... No, I'm not a fan. I mean, no. that's that's a problem. I, you know, we, you know the, the Packers usually could be 2-1 and one and not 3-0 and oh if Cousins gave you a, a representable game in Game 2 in Lambeau Field... And and he was downright terrible. So, you know that you know that's why I took it that NFC and and I think it, it's a little bit. I don't think there's much of a separation between, for lack of a better way of putting it, Taz, the haves and the have-nots. Right. Right. I think it's kind of like when you look at the AFC. I think it's what we all expected. I think it's the Chiefs and the Pats, Pats and the Chiefs, and then everybody yeah. else. Yeah. No. No. You're right. And then yeah. in the NFC, I think you can go a lot of different ways, as we just did with the discussion and the argument. Like I, I think you can go, uh, you know, five, six uh, different teams and say, "Well, I think they're going to prove out to be the right. best team. Right. I think this team's going to prove out to be." I think there's a lot of different ways you can go. Yeah. No, I do, and that's and as we roll into Week Four here, it gets even more intriguing. You know, so like you mentioned, some 49er fans can say, "Hey, you know." How about how about the 49ers? You know that they, you know, and we, like you said earlier, we're going to have them in a one v one against the Bills. So, uh, but the 49ers, the the good thing for the 49ers after coming off this victory that they beat the Steelers twenty four twenty, they got a bye, which is nice. They got a bye, and I think the week four buys are good, and I think that's good for the Niners. They're coming off three and zero. They're feeling good. They're confident. Mm. You know what I mean? And they get to regroup a little bit. Guys get to heal their bodies up a little bit. They've been going hard. You know, Jimmy G can can reassess some things with his coaching staff. It's nice to have that buy right there, and then then you got the Browns coming home, they, they, so you don't have to leave. You're not going nowhere, so they're in a good spot. The Niners. I don't think anyone's thinking no, about you're, them. You're you know? right about that. They're in a good spot. You know, and yeah, it's interesting, Taz. I would think the, if you're three and zero, you'd want to keep playing. I think if you're zero and three in the Jets, you're happy for the buy. <laughs> yeah. No, I hate. That's funny. I never thought anything was like that. You know what I'm saying? No, like, I know. I know. I, like if you're three and zero, and, <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah. and you found buy? a rhythm, and you're, playing, and you're playing, a, and you're playing great <laughs> football, and the 49ers are playing great tennis. That's funny. I would think I, you know, I want to keep playing. You know, yeah. things are going well right now. I don't want to break old momentum. If yeah. you believe momentum, now if my team's terrible and I'm the Jets and I'm zero and three. Um, thank God the buy is here. Right. No, no. <laughs> for the Dolphins, you'd like three weeks of a buy. Right, exactly. Bye, bye, right. bye. That's well, every week might. for them is a buy. Be week, bye, bye. Yeah, that's, that's sad what they got going on. Uh, I want to hear oh. from you at 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Who do you think the best team in the NFL is right now? In the, Is it the Patriots? Is it the Chiefs someplace else? What about the best team in the NFC? As murky as we talked about or clear cut, you're going to go with the Cowboys. America's team, as Taz did, maybe the Packers, as I did, want to hear from you. 855-212-4227. It's Taz and the Moose. we got a 1v1, a battle of two surprising 3-0 teams. 
Who are they? We'll explain. We'll get into that. We'll do it next. It's Taz Moose on a Wednesday morning, CBS Sports Radio. Give Taz and the Moose a call, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Give Taz and the Moose a call, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line is brought to you by Geico. Great news, quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico, go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. Got a 1v1 of 3-0 teams, surprise 3-0 teams, the Buffalo Bills, San Francisco 49ers. Who's a bigger surprise? Taz and I will do a 1v1. We'll get uh, your thoughts as well at 855-212-4227. Mikey B, Pete across the way. Bogus as well. What's going on, Andrew? Good morning. Taz. Hello. Weird Al. Good morning yes, to good morning, everyone. everyone. Here's your report. It is sponsored by Geico. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com. And in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. It's always fun when there's baseball still happening when we wake up for this very fine show, guys. And depending on when we were all up today, there might have been two games still in progress. The Rockies finally beat the Giants 8-5 after 16 innings in five and a half hours, thanks to Charlie Blackman's three-run homer. And then the D-backs finally put away the Cardinals. Kelly Ahmed Walker, the base runners. Brebby is ready out of the stretch at his first pitch. And a line drive base hit. This one's over. Scoring from third is Kelly and Ildemaro Vargas, the former Cardinal farmhand, beats the Cardinals in 19 innings here by a score of 3-2. to two. That's Greg Schulte on Diamondbacks Radio. 19 innings, 6 hours, 53 minutes, the longest game ever. Wow. The old Bob. Ildemaro Vargas to blame for most of that. Tying the game in the ninth with a pinch hit solo shot. Let me interrupt you. Yeah, please. What they should do is anybody that was there... They should try to get them some camera time. Get interviewed. Interview fans that stuck it out. They should, you know, yeah. you're getting more for, a lot of bang for your buck, obviously. But just give them some love. That's how I think. You know, give give the people. If you stick to a game that long, you should get to play in today's I mean, game. Right. Dude, you're either really moral. <laughs> good chance you don't have a job. Starting shortstop. Uh, yeah. You have to play. Joe Thompson. Yeah, yeah. 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 all seven hours. Local last welder. Night. Yeah. Right, that's exactly right. No, I've mean, never dude. seen baseball yeah. before. Yeah. Yeah. Give those guys even know some, how to throw a ball. You know, throw a camera in their face. Let them talk a little bit. <laughs> say, hey, good. man, how was this game? Like, you know, just to give them some attention. Any yeah. fan that stuck it out. That's amazing. That's a long time. Well, let's put our street team on it. Can we get them out there that fast? I think Mike is actually. I see him on the phone now. He's probably calling the street team. Okay, good. He's probably on that, actually. Uh, so this loss last night drops the Cardinals just two and a half games ahead of the Brewers atop the NL Central. Milwaukee, a 4-2 win in regulation in Cincinnati. That's 16 victories now in 18 tries. Their next one clinches a wild card spot. The Nationals wrapped up one of those by sweeping a doubleheader with the Phillies and the Cubs losing in Pittsburgh 9-2. Trey Turner's team in the postseason after once being 19-31. We talked about it when we were 19-31. We talked about how we were going to laugh at everybody else outside of this clubhouse for everything they said about us and you know we are, we're here now. The Nats are the ninth team to make the playoffs so they're being so far under 500. The Dodgers will have home field through the NLCS after a 6-3 win in San Diego and the Braves 9-6 loss in KC. Now checking on the AL Wild 
wildcard chase. The leaders from Oakland lost in Anaheim 3-2. Tampa Bay topped the Yankees 2-1 in 12. And Cleveland hammered the White Sox 11-0. So the A's lead the Rays by a half game. The Rays lead the Indians by a half game. The Philadelphia Eagles expect wide out Alshon Jeffrey and tight end Dallas Goddard back for tomorrow's game with the Packers. Both players missed Sunday's loss to the Lions with calf injuries. And the Vikings have re-signed wide out Laquan Treadwell after cutting him a month ago. Minnesota had just three healthy receivers. Nets GM Sean Marks said yesterday they are not planning on Kevin Durant playing at all this season while he finishes recovering from his torn Achilles. And the Washington Mystics are back in the WNBA Finals, closing out the Las Vegas Aces in four games, 94-90. They'll host the Connecticut Sun on Sunday afternoon. Guys? All right. Uh, Thank you, Andrew. Uh, Let's head out to, uh, you want to head out to Charlottesville? Yeah, yes, we'll go to Charlottesville and talk to Darius, listen to 93.3 FM. Uh, what's going on, Darius? You're with Taz and Moose. How you doing? How you doing, man? I'm doing good. Taz, uh, yeah. I, I know you're a big, big, big WWE fan here, man. All right, thanks. Big WWE cool. fan. Cool. cool, bro. All right. Uh, my, my question was, uh, what do you guys – I know you guys talked about the NFC being packed and pretty stacked this year. What do you think about the Bears? I mean, I know the Bears played the Redskins on Monday night. Do y'all – see the Bears being a playoff team this year or do you see them kind of hanging right around the middle eight and eight yeah I mean Darius tell me what Trubisky is and I mean, then I'll provide Trubisky that answer me, Trubisky to me is he, he can make plays but I just don't see the consistency there every time and I think that's what all Bears fans kind of kind of see but yeah but you got to be love you got to be loving in that and you got to be loving Darius you got you got ugly one of the better deep top two top three defenses in the league you know, with Khalil yeah, Mack yeah. running the muck, I and mean, your defense is unbelievable, and that could take you a long way. It can. Defense wins championships. I think. I think if Trubisky can just, just if he can just average one interception a game, if, if that is all he does, <laughs> just one. Then I, I feel like the Bears will be fine. You know. Yeah, I mean, Darius is a tough division. Uh, you know, Minnesota's better, even with the struggles of Cousins. You look at the Packers, certainly they needed a freshening of that coaching staff. Their defense under Petten mm-hmm. looks a lot better. You got the Detroit Lions, year two for Matt Patricia, much better than what we saw year one is the Lions are 2-1-0-1 to oh, yeah. start the year. So it's a very tough division. You know, we talked about it Monday and then yesterday going into the Monday night game and then coming out of the Monday night game. Uh, the the defense is absolutely legit. Uh, you know, you've got enough talent at the skill position um, at the wide receiver spot. The big concern to me is, you know, Darius, running the football it. when you need to run it, uh, Darius. And the other issue is the consistency of Trubisky. And that's why I asked you that question because I really think, Taz, when I look at the plight of the Chicago Bears in 2019, if you tell me Trubisky is able to be a consistent thrower and take care of the football and – they're able to open up that offense a little bit and play the quarterback, not not play a game around the quarterback, but play the game with the quarterback, and that's a distinct difference. And I think the Chicago Bears are a team that could be reckoned with in the NFC. Yeah, I, yeah, and we talked. You're right. We did talk about this yesterday. I I I do like Trubisky. I think he's a good player. I mean, I, I don't think he's a top top quarterback, but I think he potentially. I just think, like I said yesterday, I think he needs help with that running game. I understand a lot of people like uh, Cohen and stuff. I just think he need a, a little bit of a stronger back there. And you know, well, I think more of a third down. Right, back, you know, true, true. But they get the Vikings at home, okay, on Sunday, which is, you know, playing there in Chicago is a tough spot, and this is always a good battle. The Vikings, and the Vikings are a good team this year, so that's that's to be a hell of a test for the Bears. Well, maybe we'll get a really even a more clear cut 
example of what the Bears are after they play the Vikings. No, I think historically speaking at Wrigley at Wrigley at Soldier Field, they do have uh they have been very, very good in Minnesota. That's been kind of a house of horrors for the Vikings, or it was at one point in time, mm. uh playing in Chicago. And the Bears on that day, it was announced yesterday, are gonna wear their uniforms from nineteen thirty six, at least their jerseys. Oh, all right. Uh the same color scheme or whatever. It's really only saw a little bit of a, a a, a, a difference I could tell on the shoulder pad. But, yes, they're going to be wearing their 1936 replica uh, jerseys on Sunday uh, with the 100th year anniversary. So that'll be interesting if you're a Bear fan. I'm, I didn't uh, know. I'm going to look. So it's a 1936? 1936 jersey, I believe, just their tops. And I only saw a picture of kind of the shoulder area of it, and it just has uh, some kind of extra piping to it. I see. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a – yeah, okay, I see this. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah, it's the striping you're saying on the shoulders different. It's extra on the shoulder and on the arm. That's the one you're talking about? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen this jersey from them, I'll be honest with you. I, yeah, I, I don't know if they've ever won it before. I know yeah. they, they, they announced and they might have announced it a while back, but I was reading a story yesterday yeah. uh, on the Bears, and cool. uh, and they said that they're going to be wearing it this this Sunday when they host Minnesota. I think the helmet, too. It's almost like a Michigan Wolverine type. They're, oh, they're look, wearing the helmet, too. It looks like that. Oh, no. It's uh, nice. Navy, with the, uh, Navy with the orange, you know, like, like Michigan, you know? Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's pretty oh, cool. You know what? Let me see that. It's like old Bronco Nagurski days. That's what oh, that, that is. Oh, that is a difference. See, I only saw, they showed, I saw a picture where they gave me, uh, they tweeted out the picture of the top. Maybe. I didn't I see mean, the bottom and everything. That it, looks nice. It looks like, yeah, they're calling it the Centennial Celebration. That's yes. what it looks like. 100 year anniversary. 100 years of the NFL. So, yeah, so there you go. A little yeah. bit. It's cool. not a bad looking. Uh, now no, I see I it's not cool. a bad looking uni. I think it's cool. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, like I said, Bronco Nagurski Jones. It's yeah. kind of like that look. Nineteen thirty six. We talked about three and O teams, Taz. Surprise three and O teams. Your one, your team's one of them. The Buffalo Bills, uh. San Francisco 49ers being the other. Let's get to a little one v one. There it goes deep left. That ball is high. That is far. That is gone. Giancarlo, no si puesto palo. Brady takes the snap. He backs up. A lob toward Gronkowski. Left. Reaches yes. out. Extends. Makes the grab as he dives to the pylon. Touchdown, Patriots. One versus one. The best versus the best. Taz, Moose, and you decide who is the best of the best. It's now time for 1v1 with Taz and the Moose. Here's the 1-1. It's a ground ball to Keith Worman. Scoops it up. Throws the first. It's perfection. Will Roberts has thrown a perfect game for the Cavaliers. Mike, you should put that in portion. Have your producer on basketball drives put that in there. Like somewhere. I don't know where. But yeah, I'll let, I'll let the producer down. <laughs> <laughs> Noted. Uh, surprise 3-0 uh, teams, Taz. Bills yeah. or 49ers? Who you got? Ah, oh, man. You know, this is tough for me. I, I'm a diehard Bills fan. I, I, I can't go against my team. I mean, I, I listen, I know what's about to happen here. I know I'm a little nervous. I know who we're playing. I understand. I understand the whole deal. I got it. I understand. I, we got the Pats. Everybody's like, oh, it's over for you now. Now you got the Pats. Well, not so fast. Okay, the Pats are coming to our house up there in Buffalo. And uh, and I like our chances. I do. I like our chances. We'll see what happens. But as, as, listen, no knock on the 49ers. And that's what this 1v1 is for those that are just joining us. It's Bills versus the 49ers. Which two? Which 3-0 and teams uh, are surprise 3-0 teams that you would go with? So I'm going Bills. Uh, and listen, and I, 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 I'm a fan so you're of... you more surprised the Bills are 3-0 than the 49ers? Uh... Oh, we're going on. What we're more surprised about? Yeah. Oh, jeez. 
Is that in the run sheet? Yeah, it I is. Thought, uh, that's the yeah, way it is. It's right there, surprisingly yeah. enough. All right. That's my bad. The my bads oh. are out the window. Uh, you know what? Yeah, I will say that. I will say I'm surprised that my bills. I mean, because, um, I don't know. I just, you know, Josh Allen, I love Josh Allen. I love the quarterback he is. I put, talked him up yesterday. I always talk him up. But he is a wild card out there. He does some things that are a little, makes you nervous. When you watch him play, I don't care if you're a Bills fan or not, you know, and you're like, unless you're, he, he's playing against your team, because he, he will do something. He takes chances that a lot, but he's exciting. He's a very exciting kid to watch play. That makes you nervous. So that makes me happily surprised that yeah. they're 3-0. Yeah, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic they'll yeah. be 4-0. But, uh, and again, Jimmy G's playing great for the Niners. We know that. Kittle's a hell of a tight end. I mean, they, they got a, a good offensive line. They got a good defense. You know, uh, uh, Pettis right there is a wide receiver. Real good player. Marquise Goodman. They, they, they're real good, too. I mean, so, uh, but yeah, I'm going to go. I'm more surprised in my bills. How about you? Um, I'll I'll take the I think the Bills are a better football team um, than the Niners. Than the Niners, okay. uh, you know, I, I had higher hopes for the Buffalo Bills uh, coming into the year uh, than the San Francisco 49ers. Now I'm not going to tell you I thought they'd be three and zero that they you know that they oh, I thought they'd win last week and beat the Bengals. You know I thought they'd beat the Giants after what we saw. You know I thought they'd lose to the Jets the opening week and they were down that game sixteen nothing. So I'm not, I'm not mm. going to tell you that I thought they were going to be sitting where they're going to sit. But um, I think they're a pretty good team. I, you know, I think they play like the defense that we've talked about. Yeah. I think when you look at the San Francisco 49ers, for me, Taz, is they've kind of had a you know, round robin at the running back spot. You know, Garoppolo's not been able to stay healthy. You know, they lose Staley, their left tackle. Uh, defensively, Bosa suffered that high ankle sprain, remember, in the course of the preseason. Yeah. Yep. And, and then basically, hey, we'll see you week one of the NFL regular season. And... Um, I guess I'm sitting here. I am surprised the 49ers are 3-0. Now, you look at have they really beat anybody? I mean, the Buccaneers, the Bengals on the road, the Steelers without Ben Roethlisberger. No, I mean, they didn't. I mean, they turned the football over five times on Sunday and still found a way to win the football game. But I'm more surprised. If we were sitting here in August doing a show, Taz, and you were like, listen, I'm going to look into my crystal ball. There's going to be the 49ers and the Bills. Which team do you think has a better chance of being 3-0? and I probably would have told taken the Buffalo Bills. Right, right, yes. And, and so, therefore, I think the 49ers right. are more surprising. Okay, so 49ers are more surprising. Okay, yeah. Real quick, you know, I don't talk about the Bills much on the show. Yeah, I don't want to have an agenda. But I will say, in week one, as you mentioned, you thought the Jets would beat the Bills. and the Bills, I did. The Bills did come back in that game. The Bills were losing that game. And that's what they do. They show heart. They put up 14 points. I remember in the fourth quarter. They show heart. That's what my team does. They won that game by a pert. Okay, one point. And that's it helps what's... that I was kicking for the Jets that day. <laughs> well, yeah, good point. Um, but, yeah, because they won the game 17-16. to 16, And he missed the field goal, field goal. Extra right, right, points, but... points. Right, right. No, I know. And Sam Donald was playing off for the Jets. He was, he playing, was playing. And he looked yes, good. Yes, he yeah, was. Yeah, but anyway. Yeah, no so... one's taking anything away. You don't have I know, to defend the Bills. Defensive. They won the yeah. game. All right. I'm, I'm they sorry. won the I, game. I now you get into the deep end of the pool this week because the Pats come to town. Very deep. It's like a 15-foot deep. Right. Now you got a Now you got a dog deep. A little yeah. bit. No tread the water. Yeah, no floaties. You're right. No, no tread yeah, the water. Yeah, we're gonna right, see what that's it. Well, we're going to see what Josh Allen's made of with this defense. Belichick is, oh my God. Well, no I'm doubt. Now you're going to see it. Oh, right. Boy. Yeah. Uh, but I will not be kicking for the Patriots this week. So, Gaskowski. Can you make a call? <laughs> I Hopefully you can. Uh, Mike, Mike, what do you got, bro? What do you, you got, Mike? I'm with Moose. I'm, I'm surprised by the 49ers. And it's because Jimmy G's not even playing that well in their 3-0. and Granted, they beat two poor teams to start the season in Tampa and the Bengals, but they were on the road. 
And that yeah, defense, I know you guys were such Bills supporters. This is awesome. No, I, I'm surprised the three the Bills are three and zero, but the 49ers have stunned me that mm. they're playing this well with Jimmy G not being great. It's because the defensive line is so strong. So to me, the 49ers long term stability. If they could get Jimmy G playing well, I, I think they could wreck some havoc. No, it's uh, the it's 49ers. called it's wreak some havoc. Yeah. It's not wreck some havoc. Well, correct. You're right. Wreak some havoc. Correct. Right. Just one. Uh, <laughs> well, you're right. Uh, now to a guy who does hate the Bills, uh, Mr. Jet Lover. Yeah. I like Queso. Uh, Pete the Body. Yes, I do hate the Bills, and I agree with Taz on wow. this, this one v one. I think the Bills um, are are better are better this year, and I think we'll be second place in that division. But I thought there would be a loss here along the way in the first three games, whether really? it's the Jets or the Giants or the Bengals. Um, I think the 49ers have the better makeup and had the better makeup for the last couple of years. And if, if injuries didn't sideline them, they would be in a better spot last year. So I'm going with the, the Bills. The Bills. There right. we go. There so we go. two for the 49ers, two for the Bills. A little Wednesday edition of 1v1. want to hear from you. So a little love for your Bills, a little love for the 49ers. That went great. That 1v1 might have been one of the better ones that we've done here. Nope. Maybe. No, that went really well. All-time great. Right Right there. Close. Right into the Hall of Fame. It's up there. (laughs) So if you guys want to call in, want to give you 1v1, feel free. 855-212-4227. That's the number to call. Hit us up on Twitter as well. At Taz the Moose. At Official Taz. At Mark Belusis. We'll come back. Mix a little Redskins and what Jay Gruden has to tell you. Are you buying what he's saying? You'll hear from him. We'll react. We'll do that next. Taz Moose on a Wednesday morning right here, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Give Taz and the Moose a call, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. All right, time. Ask the pros. Were you the listener? Get to ask us a question brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Go to cbssportsradio.com slash ask the pros. Submit your question. Be listening later on in the show when we might answer your question. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices, excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. You know, we put out there a 1v1 for people. It could yes. call Bills. Who's the most surprising 3 0 team? Buffalo Bills, San Fran 49ers. Let's go out to Jersey. Talk to John. Listen to nonradio.com. He is John, 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 John. He is John, 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 John. He is John, 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 John from Jersey. Howdy, what's up, buddy? Hey, guys, good morning. How are John, you? What's good going morning. on, bud? Hey, well, look, on the 1v1, I got to say San Francisco only because I didn't think they would have, at least before the season, looking at the schedule, I didn't think they would have beat Pittsburgh last week. Mm. Uh, and I thought, you know, maybe the Bills. Well, but you also thought Roethlisberger would have been playing too, though. That's the other right, thing. Exactly. Right, right, right. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, going into the year, if you ask me which team would be 3-0 and at this point, I would have been shocked. If the if the, with the Niners being Niners. free now. All right. Now that being said, I will be in Orchard Park this week, Des. Oh, Pats, Bills, keep, me, oh, you. That's right. Let's go. Go, Pats! I, I forgot. I always forget, John, that because you're from Jersey. I don't know why. I assume you're a Giants fan. fan, but you're a big Pats fan, and I always forget. Will that. you be wearing a pa- Patriots gear? I will be wearing my Tom Brady jersey. Absolutely. Oh, look at oh, you. That's so annoying. Of wow. course. Um, I'm a proud fan. Not, yeah. like, not like the Moose who has abandoned ship by his Redskins. Wow, uh, I can't blame so. him. Can't blame him. No. Like a so. rat off the boat. No, yeah, no, no. no. you got to stick with the team. That's yeah, well, then what about me? I, I'm looking I for survival left. here. Moose is about to leave. I'm trying to get him to leave. literally leave like I did with the Jets years ago. I'm trying to convince Moose, but he won't. 
just to leave the I, Redskins. You've, you've worked on it for about 18 months. I I'm, I'm not leaving. I'm not going to leave, oh. but they don't hurt me anymore. I know. Yeah. You know, they, they, I've been trying to recruit the moose with the pats, but right. he, he, he's not. No, I can't. I can't do that. There's so many Patriot fans. Yeah, we have a guy That's that annoying. works behind the scenes here, and he's like, oh, he's wearing his Patriot gear and, and everything it. like that. It's uh, uh, you know, in it, New I'm, York, it's there's horrible. nothing. Uh, everything is great. I mean, everything is you know, pumpkins and rainbows. If you're a Patriot fan, there's no doubt. It's too easy to be a Patriot. Fan. And John, let's be honest. You became a Patriots fan once they started becoming a dynasty. No, absolutely no, no, oh, no, come no. On. absolutely not. My my parents were youth sports fans. They did not like the New York teams. My parents actually were Raider fans. Oh, wow. Uh, I'm going to quiz you, John. I'm going to quiz you right now. I know you're not looking at a computer. Okay. Who was the, 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 the really good Patriot quarterback years ago when they weren't winning that wore number 14? Three? Steve Grogan. Okay, you got it. No Steve Grogan, okay. Sam yes. Cunningham, Matt Harron. Right. Uh, the right. offensive line, we had a John Hanna with no neck. John Hanna. And right. where did John Hanna play in college? I'll tell you the answer. It's Alabama. Ah, you got me there. That's right. Number 73, the best offensive lineman I've ever seen in my life was John Hanna, and that's a fact right there. Well, you must have been excited a couple Super Bowls ago when Andre Tippett was making the rounds. Yes, I did. And actually, uh, uh, Andre Tippett went to high school in in Newark at Shabazz High. Shabazz. Very nice. Nice. Andre (laughs) Tippett. You know, I mentioned, you're right, he did make the rounds. Well, he was on every show. He was Taekwondo Jones. He even made an appearance on The Overnight with A-Law. Yeah, he's everywhere. He was, yeah, he's, right. Now he disappeared. So maybe we'll have well, him on down the road. This, maybe this Super Bowl will be back with K Jewelers. It could be. Or some could other be. jeweler or something else. So, you John, you're not a bandwagon guy. You, you're trying to – just because you knew Steve Grogan, I should believe you now, right? Guys, I'm telling you, I, I've been a fan through the Dick McPherson, one in 15 years, wow. through uh, – <laughs> Uh, uh, again, from the Bledsoe's I give, to, the, I give, to Tom Ramsey's at quarterback. Yeah. All right. yeah, he's a huge Patriot fan. Yeah, you seem like I an mean, honest guy. And he's, Moose and, knows you better than me. I'm just, well, I believe you. And he's making the trip up to Orchard Park. Yeah, that's okay. annoying. Which will be a scene. Be careful. It's, be careful it's, up there, bro. Right, the Bill's like Mafia. It is. Oh, oh, I know. I think this is going to be a good game this week. I do. I, I, I am afraid of the Bills. I think they're catching us at the right time. And that place is going to be an insane asylum. No be doubt. Careful. Keep your eyes open. You'll yeah. never know what you'll see in those on those. Uh, in Just the, in, in the, the parking, parking lot. lot. You've got no to really doubt. be careful. And in the stands. And you're a big man, John. Right? You're a big man. Yes. I'm a big target. You're so, that's big right. Guy. You're 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 probably wearing a triple X jersey, maybe four X. Nice four X. But I am not. I am not a rude fan. I sit there. I mind my business. You don't bother me. I don't bother you. Well, well, you well that's but see, that's the thing with the Bills Mafia. They might just bother you. Uh, well, but, yeah. Well, Hey, if they do, uh, then look, uh, Moose, keep your phone on. No, that's it. Well, just stay away from the sobs because uh, that's the that's the car of choice for Bills fans yeah. to to start their celebration early. Uh, and size doesn't matter wings, up in though. Buffalo, as we've yeah. all witnessed on video. Yeah, just be yeah. careful. I need wings, and I I will be ready to go. Listen, if somebody folds nice. you through a table, please video it so we could use it on our Instagram. That's all I'm asking. Uh, okay. I will keep that in mind as I'm going through the table. Yeah. Johnny, safe travels. All right, See you, John. Have a good time Thanks. with the game. Uh, got it. Uh, John from Jersey, huge Patriot fan. He's taking the 49ers in 1v1 uh, as being one of the uh, surprise teams. Let's hear from the Redskins head coach, Jay Gruden. Taz, here he is uh, talking about his uh, quarterback situation. Take a listen. There are 13 games left in the Whoa. season, so no, I, I don't. I, the season's not lost. It's not – it's not over. I know everybody wants to say it's over and, and uh, the season's over. Go ahead and play Haskins, but we feel confident we can turn this thing around. You know, so uh, 
you know, I'm out here at practice every day. We're out here at practice every day evaluating everybody. If we feel like Dwayne gives us the best chance to win in a, in a coming game, we'll definitely put Dwayne in there. If we feel like it's Colt when he gets healthy, it could be Colt. But right now we feel like it's uh, Case Keenum, and we're going to move forward with him this week. Yeah, well, uh, you know, that, that's all well and good. Um, Keenum coming off a game in which he turned the football over five times against the Chicago Bears. Uh, the minuscule crowd that was down in Maryland watching the Skins-Bears on, on Monday night, Taz, were chanting for Dwayne Haskins uh, at one point in the game and multiple times during the course of the game. Um, you know, for Gruden, I mean, self-preservation, I guess. Uh, you know, he's in a lot of trouble. Uh, I don't know if necessarily Bruce Allen is in a lot of trouble. I mean, he could talk about trying to get, you know, uh, him acclimated. I think the better answer would, would be, listen, we we just don't – we need to work with Haskins a little bit more in order to get him ready to play. The idea of him yeah. saying – well, you know, Case Keenum hasn't had an opportunity to work with all these guys and new starters and everything alike. I mean, listen, Case Keenum's not taking you anywhere. No, and, and no, I don't like that he said there in that in it's that comical. in that no, it is comical in that audio there. I, what I didn't like that he said was uh, he alluded to the fact that um, you know what? So so we're, we're like, well, we know the season we're going to lose, so then that's why we should just put like he. I, I try to remember how he said it. It's more or less like he's saying if once we. Acknowledged that, and once we put Haskins in, the season's the start, over. The season's over, which I feel that's a, that's that's a super negative way to look at. It. I understand the logic why he's saying that as the head coach, and why a lot of fans would, might agree with him and don't have a problem. Like I do, what he said, but I feel like this is somebody that could a young player, like I said yesterday, that could spark your team. You know, that could spark you, that could do something, and the fan base wants it as a whole. And I understand, like we we had a long discussion, you and I, about it yesterday that well for his safety for Haskins safety and all that jazz I wouldn't play him behind that offensive line but here and I understand that Moose and a lot of people would agree with you and a lot of people are saying what you're saying and it's logical I understand that but the old school guy in me and the blue collar guy in me and the non butterfly guy in me is like hey listen this kid this guy he's a young man he's a he's a professional athlete he's getting paid um, he knows what he's doing. It's not like he's coming out of a small D3 school where he's not used to playing against a good player. This guy played at Ohio State, played at a very high level in a little conference called the Big Ten. I know it's not the NFL. Don't get me wrong. I know that. But And I know he's not a guy who's going to get out of the pocket like a Kyle Murray, and he's not as athletic as Kyle Murray. I know all that, too. But he's a young guy who's a tough kid that, you know, I'll tell you what, he wants to play. He don't care about that offensive line. He wants to play. I guarantee you he wants well, to play. Right. I, no, and I, I don't deny that, Taz, but sometimes you have to protect the player too. Yeah, but – I mean, all I players want to play. No, I, yeah, I, I well, mean, I don't disagree with you, but you're right. He played big time. You know, But if you look at Ohio State on their schedule, given any 12 games, right, there is a severe talent advantage that they have in, what, eight of them? Yeah, no, Nine no, of I, them. Again, like I said, I'm not comparing the NFL no, to the no, Big Ten. No, 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 I'm not saying yeah. that. My point being is that he's playing in front of an offensive line that, at the very least, has got three guys that will go <laughs> on to play in the National Football League. Right, you right. know what I'm saying? Yeah, like no, he, I do. I understand what you're saying. A, like, I look at that. If you're telling me Trent Williams is playing left tackle, Taz, I'd be a lot more comfortable playing Dwayne Haskins. You're telling me Donald Penn is playing left tackle and you've got Eric Flowers at one of the guard spots? I've got concerns about a guy that doesn't have great mobility and Haskins is more of an old school pocket passer type of quarterback. Right. Taz, I don't I don't want to see him take unnecessary hits. And you know, and and I'm well, okay with that. I I don't I you know, I don't I, I want to make sure that when I put the just like when we talked about Daniel Jones and 
Uh, I want to make sure the quarterback's in there to be that you give him every opportunity to, to succeed. be successful. Right, right. I, I don't want to I, I get him, that. I don't want to throw him in there just to placate the fans and maybe get some of the heat off the poor job that I've done coaching the team if I'm Jay Gruden. But and I understand all that logic, like I said earlier, and you gave more logic there, and I agree with it to a degree. Because here's my thing, okay? Why did you, if you're Gruden and the Redskins, why'd you dra- what number did they draft him again? I don't even know. Fifteen. Fifteen. He was your top pick. Why? Then why'd you take like? I understand. Look, you got to play him in a game situation for him to develop. You run the risk of getting injured? Of course. All these guys run the risk of getting injured. Okay? That's the that's football. But the way he's going to get better, dude, is by playing in real live games. But, and that's my only point on it. But you Taz, gotta, you I, brought I him in to, to play him. But I don't disagree with you. But you know, if you feel as a team that he's not ready to play, are you going to play him well, nonetheless? That's where they are. And, but then they're going to go over. Well, listen, I think, I'm no. not disagreeing with you. The messaging from Gruden's terrible. But, I mean, I expect it. I mean, I've been hearing right. it for six years. No, no, I I he's not, and the messaging yeah. down in Washington's awful. I'm right, not telling right. you the game plan's right. right. Uh, no, you know, I know, I know you're not. But I, know. I, you know, I, I, for Haskins, you know, if him, I'd hope for him to be able to stay healthy and upright as moves to be Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.